Hey bitches. Hey bitches. Um I mean, yeah, I guess I can say long time no see. Long time no see. Welcome back to Standard Definition, where we talk about the now, the before, and the later, all presented in standard definition. Yeah. Um before I start, I wanna say that this episode is probably gonna be like, I don't know, sketchy, like racy. Racy isn't a word. It's really gonna be like back and forth because I'm so upset at myself. I always do this with my baby, my podcast, my baby. I always freaking do this with the pod. I always, you know, be like, "Mm, I'm going to come back. And then I come back with one episode and then y'all will not see me for a good month and a half. And I really, really have been trying my hardest to gain some type of consistency again with this podcast. But when so many things, not so many things, but when things are happening outside of, like, you know, creative things, it starts to kind of take a toll on you, and then you start to have, like, these inner thoughts of, like, what to do? Should I focus on me or throw other things in the mix? And I said this once, and I'll say this before, and I'll say it again and again and again and again. I will never get on here and... I would never get on here and not be like happy or like not be like in a good mood or not be like just me dapper. I'm not. So if I'm depressed, I'm not coming on here. If I'm busy, I'm not coming on here. If I'm going through a fucking breakup, I'm not coming on here. If I'm in a fucking diabolical, horrible, disgusting relationship, I'm not going to get on here nine times out of ten. I'm not going to get on here because it's just like, I don't want to get on here and drag people and blase, blase and all this other stuff and all this other stuff. I don't want to do that. That's not my game. That's not my MO. That's never, never has been, never will be. Even though I can get a little bit vindictive and petty at times, it's just not really in my character. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. We just going, we going to just talk about me. Let's do it. the best thing to do for uniformity purposes is just to pick up where we left off at june 11th <laughs> june 11th I, I posted an all-star six review cast review actually was it a cast review yeah it was a cast review um that was really really like not even like a quality episode like i probably shouldn't even have uploaded that but i just felt so bad because like I have, I'm loud, I'm probably like picking audio, but I really don't care because I'm excited. I have so many clips, like mini recordings, actual recordings, dating from like, I don't want, I want to say the beginning of my relationship to now. And I don't know, as I grow older, excuse me, as I grow older, people always tell me like, Oh, you can't be placing the blame on other things, 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 things. Like, everybody act like I'm supposed to take responsibility for everything that is happening to me. I am. Granted, I am. But it's just like, I wish people would just um be real and, like, understanding that some things are out of their power. Like, there are some things that are going to happen to me and I'm going to have to deal with, but not because of me. And should that still be my fault? So, yeah. I feel like it's best best for me to start at, um, I don't know. I don't know if I want to just get, like, technicalities out of the way or just, 
yeah, let me just get technicalities out of the way. So as far as TV review goes, um, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of fumbled the ball because I like to start things from the beginning. and da, 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 da. So I have to think about what shows I'm going to review because I still want to review shows because that's like my life. Reality TV is my life. So I still want to include that and have that a part of standard definition. But... I fucked up because I didn't continue doing it. I started it off well with the, the All-Star 6 review, you know, transitioning into season two of Standard Definition. Like I had a, I think I had a good footing at the beginning, but I was trying to be in this relationship and I was trying to give it my all and I was trying, 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 trying and not really focusing too much on myself. And I'm going to just be honest about that. And Christian, if you're listening to this, I hope that, you know, you are not still like being emotional about the situation. I hope that you're actually taking the time to understand where you went wrong as well as where I went wrong. And let's make it truthful. Let's make it factual. Let's not be mad and wanting to not take accountability or not look in the mirror or blase blase. I hope that you're listening to this and listening to my truth, understanding that you're hurt, but you hurt me too. Like hurt goes both ways. And at the end of the day, I'm human and humans are going to feel humans are going to react. So I can't be held to this standard of, Oh, you reacted to me and I don't like that reaction. So I'm going to say, fuck, what I did to make you react because I'm hurt because of your reaction, if that makes any sense. But yeah, technicalities, TV review. I'm more than likely not going to do All Star Six. All Star Six is really good, which is probably why I will do it. You know, you know, nothing's ever consistent around here, but we're trying. We're trying. I don't know. I'm 50 50 about the reviews because we are on, on episode like six, seven right now. And I would have to do a hefty 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 review and i just don't think i have it in me to do that and i don't think i have it in me to want to just pick up from episode seven i just don't feel like that would be really appropriate and big brother big brother started we are really only at the second eviction and i really could um i really really could do big brother and i've been thinking about it but i don't know like i don't know i don't know i'll have to think about it Y'all know by the time the next episode will be posted. Y'all will know. Yeah. So TV, TV, that's out of the way. Yeah, I was only really considering Big Brother and Drag Race. All Stars is out. 13 is off. Um. Oh, wow. Espana? Whoa. Oh, my God. Wow. I don't think I've talked about Espana on here yet. And if I've actually stayed off of recording throughout the whole duration of the season of Espana that's actually bad but Espana just ended congratulations to Carmen Ferrara for winning Spain's first absolute doll she deserved to this is the second time that has happened to me it's gonna happen it's really gonna happen um yeah and I really, I can explain that noise, but I got to get there. Like, I really have to get there. I have a lot to talk about. MacBook, uh, come on. Why did you interrupt me, MacBook? But yeah, um, what the fuck was I saying? Karma Frala, congratulations. Drag Race is Maya. That's off. Um, Holland comes out August 6th. 
yeah, I'll probably, I don't know if I'm going to do Holland because the Holland viewership isn't high for me to waste a fucking episode every week on it. I'll probably do like a rapid or something, something. I don't know. I'll probably dedicate. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. It's so sad that I didn't get, I got on here not knowing shit. But yeah, as far as the other side of def, standard definition goes, like the political corner, blase, blase. Um, Yeah, we're going to do our best to get back to where we once was like last October and like through the new year, we was on fire and I want to get back to that. So the political corner will be coming back, but politics are boring. So I might change the name of the political corner to something that is, you know, can, you know, allow me to add more things in there for subject matter. Cause no, like if I, like, let's be honest, if I'm going to talk about politics, it's going to be all of a minute conversation. I really don't care for the white politicians who get most of, you know, media coverage. And it's just like, yeah, like, I'm gonna be frank. I really, I really, I just don't care. Like I, I promise y'all, I just don't fucking care about politics that much. So expect for that whole thing to change, but I still want to have that balance of social and like political in here in like reality TV. I want that to be a good balance. So now that formalities are out of the way, let's get into let's really really get into the 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 the, the deep 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 rooted reason as to reason or reasons as to why I wasn't recording like really 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 why and honestly the number one reason was me trying to be in a relationship with somebody who wasn't able to be in a relationship and that's not to blame that person Christian solely for the demise of our relationship but I'll kind of give a good synopsis as to blase blase okay so I'm a Christian in February end of February Ironically, after I stopped talking to somebody else whose name was Christian. So everybody I've dated this year name was Christian, ironically. But anyways, um, yeah, I met Christian at the end of February. We met on Tinder. We hit it off. Um, it was cool. We chat for like a couple days and then we finally met each other in person. And like this happens once in a while with with somebody that i'm trying to you know have in my love life i'll meet them and then i'll fall like really really quickly and he was that person that had that that like had that effect on me so you know we met or whatever we hit it off we hit it off we was you know chilling i was coming to see him a lot of the times like in between like that first like week and a half of us knowing each other and stuff like that like you know and then boom I decided to reveal that I was falling and that I really, really liked him and that I was falling in love, basically. I decided to reveal that. And that was the first mistake. The first mistake being me being open with my feelings with somebody who never, ever made it apparent that they wanted to be open with their feelings. It's so easy to be in the position to respond to anything, respond to love, respond to her, respond to anything. It's easy, but it's it's more so hard to be in a position of explaining that. And I put all my eggs in his basket and, and explained it to him and expressed it to him that I was falling for him. And I felt like it was being reciprocated at the time. So I didn't mind it. But moving along, you know, we 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 we, we start to really get into this whole relationship thing. Like we 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 tied a knot, we make it official, blase blase, things start going. And 
the first mistake in our relationship was me not really being too open about being depressed. I was coming off of a depression at the beginning of our relationship and I would explain that to him by just saying I just didn't want to be around people or I just wanted to be alone and blase blase. And that made him feel unwanted. So that was the first, like, you know, theme in our relationship. Sorry for my interruption. Has this thing, has, has, had, I don't know what tense to put it in. Because I don't know what part of his life he's in right now, as I haven't talked to him in a minute. He has this thing where... He just doesn't feel like he 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 doesn't and didn't feel like he needed to express himself emotionally to me. So, for example, the things that really would bother him, he wouldn't speak on. But little mini things that really, honestly, you can just walk over that don't affect you. He will make a big deal out of. So I never really got to hear that I was making him feel unwanted and all those other things up until our first really big argument our first really big our, our first big argument created the the separation between us as far as like communication and love all all that other stuff because I, I felt how much i hurt him but he hurt me explaining how much i hurt him he went out of his way to make me feel subhuman and make me feel less of myself based on things that were happening that i mean of course i could say that were happening through me but i wasn't like a, a parent like it was subconsciously and that argument really really sits with me till this day because he kind of built me up to feel so special in his life and by that point it'd been like a month or some change we was like dating or whatever and he had built me up to feel so special in his life and he just tore down. He tore down everything wrong that I explained to him that was going on. He threw it in my face and made me feel like less of a man in comparison to everything he had going on in his life. So, for example, at the time, I wasn't working. Did I have a lot of money? No. Was I really doing anything with my life creatively? Trying to, but were, there ha were they happening successfully? No. So he took his life, him, being in an apartment, going to school, you know, just getting a job. He took all of those things and just threw it in my face, calling me a, a ham, which is a whole ass nigga, or just a little boy, or all these other like things that implying that I'm just not up to his quote unquote level, blase, blase. So we're going to put a pin in that because that, that argument is going to, you know, it's really the reason why I, I, it's really the reason why we're not together, that one argument, but I am a lover, my heart is full of love, and I'm always going to forgive people, no matter how, how, no matter how many times they hurt me, I always have that quality inside of me, which I'm grateful for, because other people can't forgive, and I would hate to be that type of person, but moving right along. So don't y'all know when y'all get into an argument with somebody or y'all get into something with somebody and then like after that moving forward, whenever they just exist around you, you kind of get irritated. Like everything they do starts to irritate you. That kind of was his MO after that. I I guess I can say back then is when I turned him off, even though he wasn't really honest about that. He still put up with me for whatever reason. I don't know. 
we decided to keep it going. We still had our good times, but after that one argument, the arguments just were, they were just coming. Like, they were just normal. And I didn't like that because before that, I was, a, I made it a thing to not want to argue. And then after that, it just kind of was like, okay, well, we just going to have to deal with the good, the bad, and the ugly, which I was ready for, but he wasn't because, like I said, put a pin in that first argument. Every time in that argument and moving forward that I tried to explain to him anything that he did to me that made me feel a type of way, it would be turned around and thrown in my face to make it seem like I want to argue or to just make it seem like anything, anything, and everything he does isn't perfect and all this other stuff and all this other stuff. And I can sit in front of him and tell him how much I love him, how much he's perfect to me, how much blase, blase. And then five minutes later, he could do something that might bother me. But I'm going to tell you if you're bothering me. But he'll take that one thing that I told him and scrap every other beautiful, truthful thing I told him in the past and make me seem like the bad guy. So he can't take accountability. He can't look in the mirror. He can't really accept the things that he's done to me. So I don't even know why I am trying to even, you know, continue to try. But, you know, moving forward the arguments start to become a thing and it just starts to become nasty become a thing and it just starts to become a little bit nastier than beautiful but guess what i was in love with him and i was willing to put up with the good the bad the ugly and i was willing to go through the ugliest of ugliest and still come back and still put up because guess what I know the person I fell in love with before anything ugly happened. And I know that there was room for that person to still scratch up to the surface and be a parent again. But yeah, moving along. So it came to a point where he shut down on me and I can pick up on energy. I pick up on energies very, very well. So almost Every time I was doing something to him, I would catch it and I'd be like, are you okay? What's wrong? Did I do something to bother you? And it would just be like, okay, no, it's fine. Blase, 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 blase. So every other time we got into an argument, after that first argument, it was a buildup. It was always a buildup. It never was just us sitting talking about one thing. It was us talking about that one thing that triggered it and then everything that came before it. Which is why I always would tell him, like, if you can't forgive me, like, what are, why are we doing this if you can't forgive me? Because I'm not about to keep coming around you and you you having, having you think about all these nasty things that I thought you forgave me for. Because I've I forgiven him for things. And further in our relationship, like, from that argument until the end of our relationship, he decided that he would always throw it in my face that he was done and blase blase and get the fuck out of my house or all these other things and blase. Just, just using his position in life as, like, some type of leverage and like what he thought was leverage and it just made him look ugly and made him look nasty and granted i have a nasty attitude but i can confidently say i didn't give that side up to him up until i felt like he didn't respect me as a a, a human first fuck a boyfriend i didn't feel like he respected me as a human and i'm not gonna sit around and allow somebody to disrespect me and to blase blase because they feel like they can because they're in a relationship with me and because it's because i'm annoying them yeah right so he started doing that and then i started kind of getting tired i started i started to switch my game up i started to be like okay well i'm not about to continue to always try and be the bigger person with you when you feel like when you feel like you want to be upset with something or about something but you want to be upset 
You want to sit around me, be upset. You want to let your negative emotions and negative energy rub off on me. But when I ask you what's wrong and I ask you to place everything on the table, lay it out for me, I never got that. And I never have gotten it. And even now on this day, on July fucking 29th, 6.07 p.m. Thursday, I still have not gotten a full conversation from him explaining the things that I have done to him that have like really really made him feel like i'm just a nasty ass bitch besides shit that i've done and said out of anger because people love to try to hold the things you do out of anger over your head and granted it's still the action i did but let's be real we both sitting here angry both of our levels of anger are rising things are going to be said that are going to you know, that we're both going to regret. So I'm not taking it from you. I'm not. And especially when I always, always, always give you the room to talk and you don't talk. And his whole thing was, oh, you know, you just want to talk, 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 talk. And you never give me room to talk. And that's why I don't feel comfortable with expressing myself. And you just want to double text and triple text and send me all this. Duh, 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 and it's overwhelming and all this other stuff. But you don't care when you want to just pick a pick at me over a little nut shit. Or you want to pick at me because I'm not horny at the same time you horny. So that means I'm not sexually attracted to you. That was also another thing. The It's so ironic because the first day we met in person we did something sexual so the fact that i was told that i wasn't sexually attracted to him in the tail end of our relationship pissed me off because every time i would lay down to him next in the bed tmi but i would get erect like little things like that are symbols of somebody being attracted to you but since you're so wrapped up in your emotions and feeling like i'm just here to fuck over you and, da -da 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 and all this other stuff you're going to sit there and try to throw that in my face that i'm not sexually attracted to you but you're the same person that every time i try to walk up and get a kiss you scrunch your lips up or try to move your face and then try to paint it like you joking when you really just don't want to kiss me and shit like that it's it was so many inequity like inequities and stuff like that in our relationship and it just makes me angry speaking about it now because i used to think that i was wrong literally used to sit around and fucking drive myself crazy trying to figure out where the fuck i went wrong with this boy and it just was like you didn't go wrong you just never stopped and let him go right you never stopped and allowed him to get his bearings figure out what he wanted and blase blase he didn't know what he wanted i knew what i wanted and that was overwhelming to him because in the same sense as he could say all these nasty stuff to me he built me up to feel so special in his life it is making me emotional because he always would compare me to his mother who he lost last year. And it makes me mad because I always told him, don't do that. Like, don't compare me to somebody like her. Like, that's your mom. You never want to get your mom back. You never want to have somebody like your mom. Don't do that. But he would make me feel so special saying nobody has ever cared about me like you have. Nobody has ever been this consistent. Blase, blase. Like, making me feel like the man of the hour. And then I do one thing like get a wet towel near your bed or leave the bathroom door cracked or have the room a little bit messy and i'm getting cussed out from from here to there from philly to timbuktu it, it never made sense to me and I, it never made sense why why i always do this with men i always allow men to make me feel less on myself because i know i'm stronger than most people i know that i'm mentally stronger than christian i know that i'm physically stronger than christian i know that a lot of things 
I am. And that's why I let him do what he do. That's why I let him take his anger out on me. That's why I let him blase, blase. That's why I let him do whatever he want, but not no more. I haven't talked to you, Christian, in about three weeks, three weeks, three and a half weeks. And I sent, I even sent him an email last night. Because I don't want to text him. I don't want to go to his house. I just, like, I don't know. I'm having a hard time moving past him because of how much he didn't give me. You didn't give me anything to move on. You gave me a fuck you because it was the easiest thing to do. You took the easy way out, the whole relationship. And it's just annoying. It's annoying. And I have something to read for you guys because I feel like I've been jumping back and forth. And maybe this will rationalize it the best way. Because I sat and wrote it. So I said... Since mid-February, I've been in a relationship with this guy. Started off very well. Very natural, in my opinion. We liked each other, of course. And that was that. I began to confess that I was falling for him. First mistake. And said the feelings were mutual. And I find that that now have may been both truth and lie. And that it's so easy being on the responding side versus the communicating side. Perfect segue. Communication. Mine versus the lack of his. There will be things that I will be doing back when we first met that he didn't necessarily like and he just didn't tell me. He didn't tell a lot of things he didn't like up until our first argument where it spilled out and he just belittled the fuck out of me. That started the demise. I saw he didn't value me as a person and only saw me as a placeholder in a slot. I was equated to every other man walking. It was ridiculous. Most of the time... The finger was pointed at me. It was because I was reacting to him. But I kept going because I'm getting older and I'm trying to be less impulsive. Second mistake. Not leaving when my manhood was taken away. Eventually, our relationship began to just be us working towards being not hurt by words thrown and nasty actions out of anger versus just existing and growing together. I began to forgive him and he began to lie about forgiving me. He constantly swept shit under the rug, only sweated the small shit versus the big shit, which he really took issue with. He began to only have me around to fill that void of loneliness and just wanting to play that boyfriend role. Granted, I wasn't innocent. I got tired. But I put my best foot forward every time. And he just was stuck on fulfilling this stereotypical idea of what a black gay relationship was supposed to be. Like the pictures you see, like being retweeted on Twitter, like of the guys laying in bed all cute watching Netflix or at brunch and shit. He wasn't interested in giving me his heart. Breaking his walls. He wasn't interested in giving me his heart, breaking his walls down so that he could really embrace me. I wasted so much time trying to get through to him and I'm honestly just in a confused state of mind. So, yeah. Sorry. Oh, I even said I wasn't going to cry when I got on here. I don't even know why I'm crying or, like, or even getting emotional. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. Shake it off. I'm going to just leave that right there. Hopefully, I summed up. Like, I've been really, 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 really focused on too much on him since I met him. And it showed in many ways. I stopped doing my podcast. I stopped doing makeup. I stopped practicing makeup. I stopped sewing. All the things that I was doing consistently before i met him i stopped doing so that i could focus on him all for nothing to be nothing in the end but at the end of the day like i know that i'm a strong person i know that the reason that i'm hurting right now is because i have a heart and i'd rather hurt because i have a heart than to just 
step out of relationships and and put up a facade that I don't care to get myself through it because that'll do me more bad than good. So, Christian, if you're listening to this, if you're, you know, listening to this, I really, really, really hope that you reach out to me and we have a conversation to sit down because, no, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. I don't. I don't feel like that's the most healthiest thing at the time. In the future, maybe. I always will love you, but I feel like we need to have a conversation and really sit down and talk like not you feeling like you just want to sit there and be like i don't know what to say i'm just oh my god i'm just so speechless like no cut the fucking bullshit cut the fucking bowl with a beautiful young and a soap opera soap fucking bullshit cut it be real you like straight shooters you like people coming to you and being fucking straightforward about their feelings and blase blase and you like to get on instagram and you like to talk to your friends and you like to paint this picture around you that you just just straightforward real ass nigga and you're not and i want you to be real and when you're when you're when you're ready to be real we can have a conversation but until then you can keep that facade you and your whatever and you can stay over there really and it's going to hurt me saying this because i really want to just talk to you i don't care how you feel i don't care what state of mind you're in i really just want to talk to you but i cannot talk to somebody that is still hurting i cannot talk to somebody that doesn't want to grow honestly i can't so with that being said let's move on let's fucking move on because i'm really really working up right now um oh my god i really just can't shake the don't you know that like like warm tingly feeling you get when you want to cry like i just can't shake that right now like it's really really annoying the fuck out of me like seriously but i'm gonna do this um this is the tail end of the pod the episode for today i just want to roll out some things some things that i'm doing with my life right now that i'm really really excited about some some things that i've done productive Outside of that relationship that I'm really, really proud of. So, I'm starting a brand. It is a home and office essentials brand. Apothecary, aromatherapy, whatever you want to call it. Um, the brand name is Redolence. It comes from the word redolent, which is from which means reminiscent or suggestive of. And basically, it's dedicated to... Excuse my laptop. It's dedicated... We are dedicated to handcrafting, homemaking, candles, rum sprays, and more home and office essentials that guide your fucking sensory fucking nerves to moments both here before nostalgia and reminiscence. That probably didn't make sense, but I have it written down on paper and it sounds really, really cute. So for the past couple weeks, I've been in pre-production, logos, labels, wholesale buying products buying all the things i have most of all the things that i need for what i'm going to need for the next couple of weeks as far as like production and blase blase so if you guys will you know want to just follow the page i'm not posting anything because this is a mistake that i've made in the past with starting a business giving so much info out before posting and then not having enough to sell or not having anything come grand opening or the anticipated drop date we're not doing that. We're getting all of our shit in the back end. We're getting that shit done in the back end. So when I drop, I drop and it's ready to be fucking sold. Point blank fucking period. So if you guys want to just follow the page, wait for announcements. It is the redolence of that is T H E R E D O L E N C E O F on Instagram. And you guys can just stay tuned. Like it's really, really happening. This isn't a speak. This isn't a speech. This isn't a spoke. <laughs> this isn't anything that I'm just talking about just because I want to do it. It's actually happening. This is happening. This is happening. So stay fucking tuned. Also, 
Also, I have a poetry page. I'm going to be posting all of my poetry on there and everything moving forward that is, a, you know, revolving around that. So, you can follow that page at DeAndre Does Poetry. You can follow my Instagram and my Twitter at NorNeverNone. You can follow the Standard Definition Instagram page at Standard Definition. That's one D in between the D and Standard and the D and Definition. Don't double D it, even though we love double Ds. And with that, I will see you guys in the next episode of Standard Definition, where we talk about the now, the before, and later. Y'all be breezy, and y'all pray for me.